I scheduled this interview with this woman that I know nothing. Again, this is early 2007. Kim Kardashian, as we know her now, does not exist yet. Her sex. No, she, well, her sex. She existed. The only difference between Kim Kardashian in 2007 and Kim Kardashian now is you and your fucking profile. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. The West Gate. What do you, what what was your fucking thing? All right. West Gate. Okay. The way no. The <laughs> Westmoreland. The Westmoreland. Yeah. The General Westmoreland. Okay. So yeah. But you I saw this on your I or your uh not my your I believes. On your post-it wall, post-it note wall. Yeah. So here's a quick story. So my buddy, um, I'm not gonna name names because I just don't want to shit to yeah, get yeah, weird. Yeah, we'll but get into it. I've got a buddy whose wife is a pharmacist with CVS. And last week, the CVS in West Lafayette, Indiana, which is where Purdue is, Purdue University, uh, a a, a student from Puerto Rico walks into the CVS to buy cold medicine. And when you buy cold medicine, if it's got pseudofedrin in it, you have to show your ID because meth. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So the, the cashier, who's not a pharmacist, has nothing to do with the pharmacy. This is just the cashier, just some, you know, fucking minimum wage exactly. cashier. The cashier asks for the ID and he hands her his territory, US territory, I, Puerto Rican ID, sure. driver's license. And she looks at it and says, uh, I'm going to need another form of identification. I don't, this isn't going to work for me. Show me your passport. For some reason, the kid had his passport on him. Sure. Um, well, it's not like he hasn't encountered this before. Right? So he, I mean, so he shows the passport. And we, sh- we have the same shit. I mean, we have the same shit in, in the casino where, you know, we, there are a number of forms of ID that we will take. But sometimes, like, like one of the things is, is, and this is a weird one, we'll take consular IDs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the problem with consular IDs is that we have to have a second form of ID because you have to have an embedded photo in your ID for a casino to be able to accept it. Right. So a lot of people come in and win jackpots. Like I, I'm going to say like a month ago, I had a guy win like $1,200 and he's got his consular ID, which is totally valid in terms of the paperwork, but I can't, I cannot process that jackpot for him till I have an ID with his face on it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing. This was his mistake. Was it was? It was his mistake. Was that uh, he was like, oh, I'll go to my room and get, you know, uh, an ID with a, my face on it. Well, in the process, I'm processing his consular ID, and it was a fake. You know, I mean, because they're harder. The thing is, they're harder. That's because they're unusual. They're harder to spot whether they're fake or not. Yeah, but yeah. we. We're a fucking casino. I can run the fucking numbers on your entire life, you know, I mean, if I want to, if I've got the time. Right. So I had the time because he was going to go get his ID. And I looked at his consular ID. And it's a, and it's like, it's not like it's expired. It's a fake. It's a fake consular ID. Wow. And he comes in with his passport and I says, it's a fake consular ID. 
He goes, can I just use my passport? I said, no, you just handed me a fake ID. Yeah, this is fraud, buddy. You got to get out of here. I'm I'm holding on to this ID. You're not getting it back. You're not getting your jackpot. That's just, that's how it works. Yeah. Guy was furious, but... There was nothing he could do about it because it was like it was fucking. Was and his, then it was confirmed. Was confirmed his uh, later on his by passport the director of security legit? I I didn't even look at his passport. Okay. I mean the rules. I mean the, the rules are pretty clear. If you hand over a fa- a fake ID, totally. But I'm just wondering, like, ma- if he had a real passport, have, just give him the real passport. Yeah. Okay. I could have done that, but then he became a dick, and I was like, all right. Nah, fuck him. No, I mean, he. You know, yeah, I'm just wondering why he so, didn't so anyway. hand over. So yeah, anyway, anyway. Yeah, so he's got. So he this guy. So passport. He hands over his passport, and she's she asks for the visa. The visa page. Well, he doesn't have a visa because he doesn't need a visa to be here. Because, because Puerto Rico is Puerto a, US a U.S. territory. It's basically a state. So she like won't sell him the pseudo, the the cold medicine. So it becomes this whole thing, and they call and complain. And let me see if I can find like the quick of you know like what what they did. Um, uh, the family filed a formal complaint with CVS on October twenty fifth. Um, it wasn't until Sunday night that the pharmacy that, that CVS responded after the Lafayette Journal and Courier uh, rep- and other news outlets reported on it. So this poor fucking guy, you know, and this dumb cashier. So this causes this this outrage. Like, what? okay, so here's the thing: the cashier is an idiot. I don't know if she needs to be fired for something if, like that. So I don't know if the cashier's a fucking idiot. If you if you've got if you're told you can't sell something without proper ID and you have not been fully trained on what proper ID is because my experience with that it's that she's a fucking idiot it's that that kind of if if and, and the only reason I say this is because again I work in a casino there are multiple forms of ID this there isn't about least, the ID I know this is, but this is about least, understanding what requires a visa. Like, if, if, if you look at the ID and go, I'm not sure about this, you go get a manager, rather well, than saying, well, you need a visa because Puerto Rico is is a country and you can't be here. Well, okay. This is so, just stupid. Dude, She's just dude, stupid. My, no, it's not stupid. I dated, uh, no, my, my first wife, my first wife who was from Arkansas and Texas did not know where Kansas was on the map. That is stupid. No, it's not stupid. It's a lack of education. And when you're not educated, you are You are stupid. ignorant. No, no, no. No, stupid is totally different. You and I can get into this. Ignorant is a lack of information. I think you're being stupid, stupid right now. Stupid is, <laughs> is, is like fucking moronic. It's like borderline mentally retarded. Stupid is I... It's like I I can find the information, I know the information, but I refuse to believe. Stupid is believing trickle down economics is a functioning economic model. Okay, stupid is you know what I mean. Okay, that's stupid. There's a difference. The dictionary Ignorant defines stupid as having or showing a great lack of intelligence it's or, a great or lack common of... sense. Now, intelligence okay. comes and, from and education. That, yes, well, it's both. no, 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 it's no, no. both. Intel- intelligence does not come from education. It can comes. It, well, no, no, intelligence is something that you foster within yourself. It has nothing to do with the education. As again, speaking in my element, that you are out of your own element. A former teacher, a former teacher, school does not teach you to be intelligent. You are either intelligent or not. School okay. teaches you information so that then you can make perhaps, perhaps in our world, 
we want to sound intelligent, so we learn all our big words. But the big words, our ability to use big words, doesn't indicate that we're intelligent. Okay, I'll dial back. All right, intelligence is defined as the ability the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. Exactly. Okay, all right, so okay. it's not that this woman is stupid. It's that no one She's has ignorant. properly trained her. She is ignorant. Nobody has properly trained her. Give her a fucking break. So, okay, fine. Yes, give her a break. Fine. And to that point... Here's where everything goes awry. Like you've got this yeah. this this ignorant cashier who did something who did something screwy and fucks shit up. And I, I think yeah, CVS or the, the family like you guys need to file a complaint with CVS. Like educate your employees on what's an acceptable yeah. ID. On sure, you know maybe throw in a little information about Puerto Rico just for and, kicks. And I'm and I'm probably guessing that the the training program at CVS is probably not uh, for a cashier's position. Probably not like a six-week intensive. I would no, Pro- I wouldn't think so. It's probably like two days, and here's your card, and don't fuck up. Go. So while while all this this is this is of course gaining speed and traction traction and speed in in the news cycle. Yeah. Um, my my friend who the wife of my friend who's I'm friends with her too. Um, she, you know she's getting calls from you know people are upset and she's just like look, I'm a pharmacy manager. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm a pharmacist. I, you know, stop. Like, just calm down. Um, and hey, I, th- I which think all, which calm down always works. Well, I, I'm just I'm yeah, I I'm know. I know uh, putting words in her mouth here. I mean, you know, she's just having to deal with this blowback and can't do anything about it. Had like no partner whatsoever, but everyone's freaking the fuck out about it. Now at Purdue, where this this CVS is nearby, the students get really upset. At the news of this. Because it's racist. And decide to hold a protest. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I think it was on Thursday. Yeah, yesterday. Maybe it was on Wednesday, Wednesday night. They they were standing outside of of the CVS protesting and then demanding that That's the, what I want to know what I want to know what they're demanding. What are their what are their goals of the protest? They want the uh uh Mitch Daniels apparently is the president of, of Purdue University, they demanded that he, that the president of Purdue University that is not associated with CVS. It's not even a CVS on the university. This isn't like yeah, yeah. you know an on-campus pharmacy. That the president, the president of the university denounce CVS. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, the VP of diversity at the university said, yeah, that's unlikely. That's not going to happen. Which is That's right. Stupid. It has nothing to do See, with them. It's not unlikely and it's not ignorant. It's stupid. Yes. The protest. That's the difference. The, the protest, protest is stupid. The demand yes. for the, the president to denounce CVS because of a woman not understanding uh, a, a, a U.S. territory, that is stupid. Yes. That is not ignorant. That is stupid. And I, it's like, what? don't you kids have other things to do you you're no. not what are you protesting why aren't you getting drunk or high or having sex or you know what do fuck reading the books that you're supposed to be studying anything other than protesting this thing that is not worth protesting at all because it wasn't about his race it was although his he's he's brown because he comes from Puerto Rico that's not necessarily the case. But it's not. Didn't have to, just because he's from Puerto Rico doesn't mean he's brown. Right. But he was brown. Or I'm okay. sure I'm sure he Turn, still is. 
Uh, yeah, he didn't do some. He didn't do some Michael Black and Michael Jackson bleaching. So, right, yeah, right. Okay. I mean, that takes years. This that, whole experience, that takes three although, decades to get although there. this whole experience, I imagine, would make him want to. But whatever. It's just. It's like what you're. You're fighting. Like we're so wound up with the need to fight and destroy the man and break the the corporate. And I'm all for it. Like there's a lot of shit wrong with American capitalists and big companies. Fine, okay, big oil. Fine, I get it. I get it. But. You're just picking fights now. You're just picking fights that aren't there. Well, okay. See, you know, and this is the thing, and I've been thinking about this. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting that this is something that's on your mind, but uh, I've been thinking about it, is I don't actually think most of the, and, and this, is good, this goes for the right as well as the left, I don't think it's about rage anymore. I think maybe there were. I think maybe there's a portion of these people that are, that are, that are fomenting these sort of, uh, bizarrely stupid protests against small things. Um, I think there is an element of outrage, you know, and I think probably there's some outrage. I think it's more performative. I think it's about being seen. I think for the same reason that you and I, like you did the frat thing. I didn't do the fucking frat thing. But in college, we drank and hung out with friends and fucked around and pulled pranks yep. and mooned people. And, <laughs> you know, that's what did we a lot did. Of that, yeah. And there was and there was a real social element. I mean, the only reason we did it, it's like if you did all that shit by yourself, then they need to put you in a right. home somewhere because right. you're fucked up, right? You do it with a group of people. It's a social activity, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I think being woke or being alt-right right now mm-hmm. is more, I mean, like even going to the point where it's Charlottesville. Yeah. You, you look at all these like 25 or 20-year-old white dudes with fucking pottery barn tiki torches. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing that most of them are not. I know, but I'm I just guessing. Pottery barn tiki torches being well. That's what they. That's I what know. They it's, were. Just, it's were, funny. It's so fucking stupid. But, but that's the thing is, I look at I look at these protests on some level, and I go, "This is more a social performative thing than yeah. it is an actual." Because if you really ultimately, it's like if you look at any protest, the question that you have to ask before you get into the issue is, "What is it?" First of all, they're protesting, but second of all, and I think even more important than what they're protesting, what do they hope to gain by protesting? What is their what are their demands or right. what do they want to get out of it? You know, and so when you look at something like Black Lives Matter, there is a definite aim, and it's not fuck all police, it's not right. fire all police. It's a, if you look at Black Lives Matter objectively, which is yeah. hard to do, but if you do, there are specific goals in place for that protest. We're going to protest and it's going to start as an explosion. You know, we're going to explode this huge protest, but then we're going to funnel that energy into substantive change that we're looking for. Okay. That makes sense and to me that validates what what their what their aim is validates the protest. Mm-hmm. And the outrage, I don't give a shit about the outrage. I, I, I don't care what you're outraged about because it's so easy to be outraged. So I don't think Black Lives Matter is a social movement. I think it is a cultural movement. I think it's different. Yeah. I think yeah. college students protesting some fucking conservative, you know, Ann Coulter on their campus or Bill Maher telling a, a fag joke or uh, Dave Chappelle talking anti-trans or fucking CVS woman with not knowing about it is it is more social. It is more performative. And if you look at the studies, college students have less sex. They have less. They don't drink as much. I know. They they don't you know they don't smoke not, as much weed. I'm not saying that. And so that what they got to do something. Binge drinking to death. That's not what I'm. You know, I'm, I was going to say. Of course. I'm well, not this saying is that, their version just, of binge drinking. 
And I think that this is doing more da- <laughs> more damage because this now, is this is putting like bad dumb energy out into the world. And and wait a minute. So you think you think protesting a CVS and demanding a university president, which is stupid. You think that puts out more bad energy into the world than getting binge drunk and vomiting on somebody's home? 100%. Oh, I don't think so. Look, I think social media. Hey, I think social media is the binge drinking. It's the social media has become the vomit yeah. of the binge drinker. Yeah. It's like, all right, so it's everywhere. But the thing about it is, uh, it's just like the binge drinker. If you, David Hamill, as a college student, are fucking puking in your fucking shoes, all I have to do is just not be where you're at, and it doesn't bother me. You're a drunk asshole. As long as you're not driving a car, I don't give a shit. Right. Same thing. Same thing. Why does this? Why does this Purdue University uh, protest not even like bother me today? Why? Because I didn't fucking read about it. Because I don't read about that shit as much as Bob. You read about it. It it, it jigged you up. And I don't give a fuck. And I I may not have known about it if I I didn't know a person who worked at that at that particular CVS. You know. Yeah. But here's why it's worse. Because yeah, I binge drink and then I go out and I'm wandering the the campus and I'm I puke on somebody's you know front stoop and then pass out in the park. Yeah, that's that's annoying. Look at that drunk asshole. Okay. Yeah. This protest, putting bad energy out in the world, this is uh, informing other people. We're going to have copycat protesters doing dumb shit like, oh, yeah, somebody well, did something stupid. There's that. Then this this news, the news picks it up because it is news. This is newsworthy. No, it's not I would, news. It's I really not story. newsworthy. It is not newsworthy. And that's the problem. Well, it's not the, newsworthy. The protest is the protest in a is news. In a, you know, here's the thing. In a 24-hour news cycle, sure. Anything they can fucking grasp at. No, is I think that this is news. But, but no, no. Here's the thing. I want you to go back in your mind. I know you're a little but this, young. This gets picked go up by social media, and let's, this goes everywhere. Yeah, let's this just is bad this, energy. Well, that's not. I don't think social media is news, even though a lot of people think it is. Is well, like, you just it, said it, that social media is the vomit how much time, and that goes everywhere. Thing, exactly, it is the vomit. That's so what this is. That's is, what's happening. How here. much social? Well, yeah. So in terms of how much news would you say? is probably, in order to keep on living your life, like getting up in the morning and having your coffee and going and working and doing your job and spending time with your wife and your kid and talking to your parents and like, and then maybe having some time to read a book or watch a movie or something, just like that. In that day, how much news in a 24-hour cycle is an appropriate amount of news to spend your time watching? And I would argue that in the days when it was just three channels... You got an hour of news a day. Maybe, let's just say, maybe you get two hours of news a day because you read your paper in the morning. Right. Well, I mean, the like CBS with social media. It's it's twenty four yeah. hour news. Yeah. It's tw- with the internet, and 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 actually, it's not just. Let's not blame the internet, and let's not blame social media. Let's blame CNN. They started cable news, and they had twenty four hours to fill. So everything that they could possibly. So when you say is this protest news? No, this is not news because it doesn't matter to almost anyone except for those 15 people protesting. It's not news. You know, so a, a college campus and this thing, they're just, you're buying into the same thing they want you to buy into is that 20 year olds are adults. 
They are not. You know they're not. You've been 20. You know what a fucking dipshit you were when you were 20. You remember all the things you did. Think back when you're 20. Yeah. All the, you even said you watched a videotape of yourself when you were 20, and you were fucking embarrassed. But that, that had nothing to do with my role as a 20-year-old newspaper editor. No, it had everything to do with your role as a 20-year-old fucking moron trying to figure out well, your shit, and that's it. So don't assume that these 20-year-olds that are protesting a CVS because this one woman didn't know about Puerto Rico, don't assume that those kids are any different than when you were 20 years old and you were just figuring out the difference between Goldschlager and fucking, you know, apple juice, and you're going, ha, 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 ha. You're same, same fucking mentality. <laughs> It's just now they've got a self-serious thing where you were just drunk. But the but the newsworthy aspect of it, as as now I'm speaking, you were speaking as a former teacher. I'm speaking as a f- former news editor. Okay, Walter Cronkite. Thank you. I just wanted to let that sit there for a minute. Yeah, I know you did. I saw I saw your, your uh, pause. <laughs> The reason that I find this newsworthy is that you've got... I don't know that the story from... That the the woman, like, not serving the guy, the Sudafed, is really newsworthy. It becomes a little bit... On a small level, it does not deserve the hype that it got, but on a small level that there was a file, a complaint filed against CBS that has some merit in a small blurb in a local paper. But I don't even this think is that. Not, this is not a New York Times. shit? This is not something not the gonna, New York Times... Hey, it's not going to impact CBS. It it's not. No, it doesn't. It's this. The, to me, this is the equivalent. Don, of, you got to think about local. I'm talking locally. I'm not saying that CNN oh, yeah, should be talking about this. But it shouldn't have reached you. No, you it don't fucking have live me. in Indiana. You're not anywhere near. The you only live in reason it should have reached me. Why should I live in Las Vegas? No, even I know. Have that's an what I'm saying. Of knowledge about this fucking protest. Who gives a shit? The only reason it reached me is because I know a person who's a, a sec is, is involved. Works there. But you can look it up online and find out all the information. Right. But what I'm you saying... You know that the kid's still brown. Well, yeah, but listen, but what I'm saying... I don't. I what don't I'm saying is that on a local <laughs> level, there is some newsworthy, some, some uh, value to it. No, there's uh, no value to it. I'm on sorry. a local, on a small local level. Zero. When the there's students... No more, there is no more value to this than that Chet broke up with Susan and she was ghosted and she was angry about it. That that's it's it's that much newsworthy. When and the you know students what? started protesting, that's not newsworthy. When the Who students protest, that becomes news because now they're out. really what? Are, yes, locally, Gosh, think about so, it. Don, local think frat, about it on a local, local frat level. party. Ha, local frat party has great big party and breaks five windows. Is not fucking news. It is news for a local paper. What was it, the disruption? It's news what for the, the five noise? people that... I think you're full of shit. No, I think you're full of not. shit. This it's is, not news. This is it's campus news. newspaper. This is local newspaper. There are kids in the streets. There is up, up, upheaval. There is a demand for a university president to get upheaval? involved. Sure. Are they writing? Are they burning buildings? But I don't know. I mean, they're shitting, they're chanting in the streets. They're disrupting. Oh my God. You mean, you mean children sitting in the street chanting? It doesn't is matter. news? Yes, because if people no. are driving by and they see what the fuck's going on, I want to know what's happening in my, in my town, then they should be able to know what's going on. I think that a gathering of however many people there were, I think that that has news, has, has I don't value. think it's newsworthy. I don't think it's newsworthy. I think, and this is the thing. All right. So last night, you know, uh, and as you know, the Wild Wild West uh, Casino has the truck plaza. 
So we have a lot of truckers and we've had SEMA in town. So we've got tons and tons of big trucks. Get a call. Got a guy that's being very abusive to our staff over there because someone hit his truck while he, he paid paid for Monday through Saturday and his, he was parked all week long and somebody in the process of that week um, hit his truck and, and hit the trailer and like caused, I mean, it's, substan- it's substantial damage. It's not like undrivable or unusable, but there's a, there's a big fucking dent inside of his thing. Yeah. Well... He doesn't want to, and I, I, that's the thing is, I, I couldn't get angry at the guy because I totally understand where he was coming from. But what he wants is he wants the, he wants the company to pay for the damage, which we're not liable for it. We've got no. signs everywhere that says we're not liable for it. I mean, it's the same thing if you go to an airport and somebody steals your bag. Airport's not going to pay for your fucking bag. It's no. just not, that's just not how it works. No. But this guy didn't want to hear that because he, he's pissed because, you know, it's my truck and somebody hit it and you have cameras and this, you know, as we try to explain this, we we can't just go, there's, we can't just go to a place and say, Hey, show us the footage. It doesn't work that way. There are processes in place. So we're trying to explain this to him. He didn't want to hear it. Okay. So now let's jump cut today. (laughs) I go into the casino. Maybe he gets so pissed off that he gathers 18 truck drivers and they're standing out in the parking lot with signs protesting Screaming and yelling. That's not fucking news. It's a guy that got pissed off. It's easily explainable away. And who gives a shit? Call the cops and tell them to get the fuck off our property. I mean, this is not complicated math. And it's not news. It is if everybody that gets pissed off about everything that gets 17 people in the fucking social media to go out and protest... Then, then all news is meaningless. It is so watered down that every minutia of sand is news, which means we have to have 24 hours a day to process all this news. It's not fucking news. It's noise. Your 18 truckers protesting in the parking lot probably does not have news value. In Las Vegas. Any more than 17 fucking high school no. or just, just out of high school students protesting a CVS that wouldn't sell a Puerto Rican kid Sudafed. Trust me, that ain't fucking news. When you're considering what gets run in the papers, maybe you, you consider issues look, that matter to the most amount of people, who, rather. No, what, that matters to the that, largest amount of people and not the tiniest sliver of fucking morons I'm in the guy. That's about stupid, not local ignorant. Local papers. University papers. This is news to them. This is something. Well, then, this is news to them. Leave it. It is not. It is then, not news to okay. the New York Times. That's what I'm saying. If it's I were not a New York Times editor, Indian, no. But you said you didn't mention when you talked about it got picked up by. You said it got picked up by local news. No, no. Guess what? Local news has no business picking up campus news any more than local news has any business picking up that Chet and Susan broke up. It's bullshit. It's fine. You don't go to high schools and say, "Hey, you're the you're the you're the editor of the yearbook." So are you doing a feature on, you know, the, the, the fingernail styles of the black girls in school? Well, we are. Well, that's newsworthy. Let's put that on the local news. That's not fucking news. It's noise. It's bullshit. Who gives a shit what's going on in the fucking... That could be a good personal piece. That could be a good feature. Dude, dude you are so sucked up into the, I no. will make anything news because I'm a freelance writer and anything I can make sound interesting is worthy of my praise and my my attention. So give me some money for it. I'm telling you, it's all clickbait bullshit mentality. Jesus Christ. None of Christ. this matters. <laughs> None of it matters, dude. 
none of it matters to you. There's a lot of shit. That it doesn't is matter to anybody. No, it, it does only matter to people. To, no, just put it this way: those 17 kids, and I'm assuming it's 17 kids because yeah, that's the you're most, assuming that's that you the cannot most, do that. That's the most condescending number that I can think of at this moment for a protest against the CVS in Puerto Rico. But let's just assume those 17 kids had never even heard about. Puerto Rican kid that couldn't get Sudafed. They don't even know this kid, right? It's not like it's his buddies. I don't know. That's probably that I don't not. Know. And I don't care. But here's the thing. Could their day have gone on fine without it? Yeah. Does it affect their grades? Does it affect their, their work status? Does it affect anything in their life? No. Is it an important issue for the world stage? No. Does it matter in the Purdue University realm? No. Yes, it does. Does it make any... No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It 100% does. They're asking the university president to weigh in on some corporate bullshit that is... That's the same. Back up. Does the incident, not their demands, does the incident matter to the university? No. No, of course not. kid couldn't get sued of it. So ultimately, the only reason this is news... Is because 17 kids got together online and decided they wanted to make it news. Yes, the original infraction, whatever the fuck we want to call it, the kid not getting to buy his cold medicine, is that news? I don't I don't think it's I wouldn't I don't know that I would would run it. So you're saying maybe that the protest is news. Yes. So these kids have decided they're going to create news, which is no different than a kid deciding to uh, flash his junk in front of a preschool because he thinks it's funny. That in and of itself is him creating news. So ultimately, what you're saying is the tail is absolutely wagging the dog in that fucking morons are creating our news and we're so stupid as to believe that it is newsworthy that we go, look, it's news because these kids decided to wag our fucking dog. You can't... Bullshit. You cannot... You, you've clearly never worked in a newsroom. No. No, actually, I did for 10 years, my friend. Were you any good at it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... That's, I have a distinct... Let's put it this way. See, David, this thing. I look at Edward R. Murrow, who knew what was newsworthy and not, and I understand his disdain for yeah. having to fucking interview Liberace, because that's not fucking news. Uh, I'm, I get that as well. I, I agree so, with that. And so this is the thing. I understand from your perspective that, and I get this, I've, I've worked with journalists that just have the same idea. It's like everything that is potentially interesting in any possible way that might impact five people is newsworthy. I disagree, fundamentally disagree that it is newsworthy. If it's only going to affect, like, and, and I agree with you. Hey, if it's only going to affect 17 kids on campus... Then, yeah, put it in the fucking college newspaper, but it doesn't belong on any other news because it's not newsworthy. It is not news to anybody, but the, my fucking toenail being dry and me p- picking at it and my wife going, God damn it, your toenail's dry, is only news to Dana and I because nobody else gives a fuck and it does not impact them in any way. And if I add that to the noise, that's all I'm doing is adding to the noise. All right, let's, let's take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and talk about dry toenails and Kim Kardashian. I've got a story. Done. 
Hey, I'm Josh Bell. I'm Jason Harris. Hey, Josh, we're friends in real life, but we're also co-hosts on this new podcast called Awesome Movie Year, where we take a look back at an awesome year for movies and do a deep dive looking at movies, including the best picture winner, the biggest movie at the box office, future cult classics, and more. Including the biggest flop. And this season, we're doing 1994. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. That could be Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. We're all over the web as well at Awesome Movie Year on all the socials and awesome moviegear.com so please like us subscribe and uh, if you do like us give us a five star rating because we love you in an attention economy David yeah all right in an attention economy the currency is how many eyeballs you can get attention for it and while I understand the idea that 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 you know everything is news there, there are many things that are newsworthy if the entire goal is to get attention rather than actually do anything or change anything or make anything happen. It is not newsworthy. And our, our, our complicity in buying into that is you're talking about the negative energy that these kids put out because of this. Yeah. Our paying attention to it is they're not making the negative energy. We are. We're contributing by paying attention. We're contributing by acknowledging it. Well, it's that's a shared experience. They're putting it out that's there and saying. we're biting if that. It, yeah. If 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 Harry throws a fucking tantrum negative energy in your in your living room, mm-hmm. not in a CVS, not outside, but yep. if he throws a tantrum in your living room, yeah. And you participate in that tantrum by getting angry and throwing your own tantrum, right? What you have done is contributed to the negative energy. Correct. If if you just don't respond to it, most children stop having a tantrum because they realize. But I think we're talking about two that different things you here. Ignore, I don't think there are two I think, different I think things. I think splitting hairs. I think I think I think students protesting a CVS because one employee couldn't figure out that Puerto Rico was a U.S. territory is absolutely, substantively no different than your child throwing a tantrum and sitting on the floor and screaming his lungs out. I don't see it as any different. I agree with that. However, when you are when you have the responsibility of of publishing news to people, you cannot get involved as a true journalist, as Murrow, as Cronkite, you cannot get involved with the wise or the the, well, I think this is stupid, and they're fucking dumb. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. But if it is, uh, and even if even if only even if the entire if if only eighty percent of West Lafayette doesn't care about it, it doesn't affect them, affect their commute home or whatever, it doesn't matter. There's a disruption around campus. There's uh, people chanting outside of a business where other people are just trying to get in and get out and get their deodorant and their cold medicine. You know, white people get in their cold medicine. Um, That becomes a new story. It's not a long story. It's not something the New York Times needs to pick up. But that is something that has, like, there was a protest. Here's what they're protesting. Boom. Done. I think that even even the, the... uh, that the file that that the kid wasn't served or d- didn't get sold the cold medicine is not news. That a file uh, th- that a complaint rather was filed against CVS is a tiny little thing in the business section of a local paper. Tiny because that affects business in some way. Tiny and it might go away. It may never be brought up again. That's it, David. 
Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, but then I want to tell just, the Kim Kardashian story because it's important right, to this. Because I just want to, I just want to ask a question: How many complaints do you think CVS gets on a daily basis? I have no idea. Given given that they're 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 okay. they're, they're nationwide, they're nationwide. Let's just say they're nationwide. Yeah. How many files of complaint do you think CVS gets on a daily basis? And 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 based on your idea, does that mean that that every one of those files of complaint are newsworthy? Does that mean I don't does know. that mean that the woman that, that that the woman that found the cashier sort of slightly rude, so she filed a complaint? That's newsworthy? No. Does so no, it's not newsworthy. I don't know. Because here's the it's thing. It's not even worth a business blurb because it doesn't matter. Don, I don't know. Because what what value of is that complaint? Do they get a thousand complaints a day? Is this one have any kind of weight that uh, is, is it any weightier than any of the others? Is this showing a pattern? You, what you need to do then is the journalist needs to go oh, and look and see if. So, just look at Just look so, into it. Okay. So we, this and then protest. It, maybe it gets squashed. So That's in other fine. words, this protest isn't news. Protest is news. But a pattern, no, the protest is news, but a pattern of protest might be news. Don, it's not that black and white. You cannot assign absolute scientific method to everything. There is I'm not asking nuance. scientific method. I'm talking about common sense. If you were running my newspaper and you came up and I was I was like the, the, the editor and you came to me as a reporter and said, this protest with these 17 kids about this CVS, this is real news. I'd say, yeah, why don't you go cover something that fucking matters, asshole? And that, you know what that's called? That's not called, oh, hey, let's make the journalism where I'm not judging everything and it's all news. No, that's called discretion, discrimination, and figuring out what as a news person is worth listening to and that's fine as the editor you should do that and as the reporter right. i would bring stories to you and they get squashed or they get picked up that's how it happens that's the discussion Kim Kardashian. all right in 2006 i've i think i've told this story before well shit i told this story at bug house um last mm-hmm. last week um but i'm gonna tell the back end of it that i didn't get to in in the bug house um version so real quickly in 2007 early 2007 i think I was writing for a men's magazine in Las Vegas called Racket. It's now defunct, um, but it was like a, a men's lifestyle, you know, sex nightlife stuff. <clears throat> and I've been writing the yeah heavy I've been, news. I've been co- news yeah, right, right. Well, yeah. it's a lifestyle. Lifestyle's different. News and li- everyone's always cared about lifestyle. Lifestyle matters. It's not hard news. It's not politics. It's not fires burning. It's not dog bites man or man bites dog. It's Lifestyle. Where it's to get break. haircuts. Where, okay, fine. Then don't read fucking Lifestyle magazines. That's fine. You don't have to. I agree. I didn't say I didn't I read think, it. I just think it's fine. So, it's still clickbait. Just because it's just because it's not legitimate in almost any way other than it's like, hey, here's where you get your haircut and here's the best booze you can Well, drink. but news and features are different. I understand this that. This is not a news magazine. I'm not a fucking moron. This is not time. Just, there's a reason it's defunct. Well, I mean, it's but this is a this is a a you know low rent local version even, of Esquire. Even, even Playboy had to actually have articles in it for anybody to read the shit. Yeah, you can't you can't just have naked women. They couldn't even they couldn't even sell just pictures of naked women. They had to have articles. This magazine in scale was no different than Playboy. Playboy wasn't doing hard news. 
This was this was interviews. This was Playboy had interviews with Henry Kissinger. I said scale. As in scale, it was not the. It's the same as Playboy. Playboy is this. Playboy's huge. Playboy gets Henry Kissinger. Racket gets a Swedish DJ with a lot of tattoos. Ah, boy. And but to scale, it's we're, we're not breaking news with these magazines. This is lifestyle stuff. Okay. We determine what news is, not the other way around. News Horse doesn't just happen and shit. And it, no, we determine what news is because right now, if we're not paying attention, it's not news because we're not paying attention. So somebody has to make us pay attention to the stuff that's newsworthy. It's a shared experience. Is newsworthy. Oh, it is fuck a shared, you your shared no, experience. No, so listen, listen to the story. So is, so is just story. getting boozed up. That's a shared experience, but it's not worth putting in a paper. No, that doesn't even make any sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no goddamn sense. Certainly does. All right. So Kim Kardashian. So my editor calls me up uh, and I had just, well, fuck. It doesn't matter. So my editor calls me up and he says, hey, do you want the cover story for the next issue? And I said, yeah, great. What is it? He said, it's on Kim Kardashian. It's a profile on Kim Kardashian. I said, that's great. Who's Kim Kardashian? He said, uh, she's Paris Hilton's best friend. Um, she had a sex tape with Ray J. And I said, oh, Wow. Who's Ray J? He said, uh, Brandy's brother. And I said, oh, Moesha. Great. Is a story about the sex tape? No, we can't talk about that. So what's the story about? Uh, well, I don't, her, her dad was OJ's lawyer. Are we going to talk about that? No, we can't talk about that. So what's the story about? I don't know. We're just doing a profile on her. You're going to do it and figure it out. Okay. So I scheduled this interview with this woman that... I know nothing. Again, this is early 2007. Kim Kardashian, as we know her now, does not exist yet. Her sex. She, well, her sex. She existed. The only difference between Kim Kardashian in 2007 and Kim Kardashian now is you and your fucking profile. Right. That's the only difference. So she's exactly the same vapid piece of shit she was then. Now, now. But now. Everybody decided she was news. Now, hang on. And so they made her news. And that's the difference. She had good PR, and they twisted, they took advantage of her sex tape notoriety, and they turned it into whatever the fuck my profile was. So I get on the uh-huh. phone with her, and I have, this, I have this conversation with her. And honest to God, Don, she's not vapid. She mm. is... She was on weight weight. She's fine. She's... She was so sweet and so genuine and sincere and has such a commitment to family. Like she's a, I mean, she's a, she's whatever. She's a weirdo. I don't think that she's worthy of, you know, Kim Kardashian breaks the internet. Like, ah, shut the fuck up. I don't give a shit about keeping up with the Kardashians. But here's the thing. So I write this profile and there's nothing really to it because who cares? Like she runs a clothing store with her sisters. Uh, She plays tennis. She's religious. It's not okay. Newsworthy. Right. I'm writing of this story. In the story, I say, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing myself here, that her life is the kind of thing that could lead to a Ryan Seacrest produced reality show on E. Two years later, Kim Kardashian and her family is starring in a Ryan Seacrest produced reality show on E. Mm-hmm. And that motherfucker hasn't paid me a fucking dime. As co-creator. And that's your takeaway. And my takeaway is even if that's true, I go back to my initial thing. Kim Kardashian is 
just an just a person. Well, just hang a on. Kid. She's a, the story's nothing not over. special about her. The only reason Kim Kardashian is this vapid nonsense that takes over the world and all this kind of stuff is because of you, right? Is your stupid profile on her? One hundred percent. That is not newsworthy. Right. So here's what it's happens. It's just fluffy bullshit. So I write this fluffy bullshit and there is no, like she doesn't have an album coming out. She doesn't have, she's just got a story. There she goes ab- to work. There's no reason. She was Paris Hilton's fucking That's friend it. with a big ass. That's, That's it. all she was. There is no reason for me to write this story. None. Mm-hmm. But I, I write it because it's an assignment. They're going to pay I'm, you. I've got 1500 bucks to write this goddamn thing. Fuck it. Yeah. So I, I print it out. And I hand it to Jarrett Keene. We were working in the same office at the time. And this, as, as we would do, we would hand each other our stories to edit before we filed them with our editors. So Jarrett gets it. And, you know, he does his thing. And I go back to my desk and I'm working on something else. And half an hour, 45 minutes later, whatever it is, Jarrett comes over to my desk. And he is fucking furious. I have never seen a man so angry before or sense over four pages of a Word document. He comes over and he goes, what the fuck is this? And he throws it on my desk. It is covered in red ink and like dramatic, like Ralph Steadman red, you know, just like, yeah. ah, why the fuck are you writing this shit? What the fuck is wrong with you? This has no fucking purpose. What is losing his mind on me? And I'm he like, was right. I'm he powering. Was right. Oh, he was right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm cowering. So then he like storms off back into his office and it's really quiet. And our buddy, Mike Ziegler, his office is right next to mine. He pokes his head out like a little kid and he goes, what did you do? And I go, I don't, I don't know. Another 20 minutes goes by. Jared comes back out and he's like, look, I'm really sorry. I just don't know why the fuck we're writing about this person. Why the fuck is she the cover? (coughs) What are we doing? What are we fucking doing? And it was just this whole thing, like, what's worthy of news? All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing to do this week, go to CBS and buy cold medicine. Yes. All right, my sec- My first thing is, uh, I've only seen three episodes in, but if you aren't watching HBO's Watchmen, um, you absolutely should, especially if you are a fan I was talking to a guy yesterday. He was not a, he never read the graphic novel, but he saw the movie. Okay. Ultimately, and I could be judgmental about that. It's like, because the graphic novel is so vastly superior to the movie, it's almost ridiculous. However, however, if that's your only connection, it's fine. Watch this, uh, watch Damon Lindelof's uh, Watchmen. Um, I I liked the first episode. I, I was on long for the ride for the second episode, but by the third episode, my geek boner was flying high. It's good. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. My next thing to do this week is to read the Wikipedia entry on Puerto Rico. (laughs) (laughs) My second is to watch Good Night and Good Luck. Yeah. I'm going to back that one up. That's yeah. that's going to be my third. I'm putting yeah. let's right. do a double on that. Watch Good Night right. and Good, good Luck. Good Night yeah. and Good Luck. Yes. And then my third thing is watch Network. Yep. And maybe watch Newsroom. Or maybe watch a little bit of Newsroom cuz yeah. at least the first episode, you know, yes. where yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean, the the Sorkin uh monologuing. Yeah. You know because yeah. 
yeah, that's what I would say is like, yeah, this is what we should do. We think you should do and do me a favor in your, in your, in your six things in your week. Um, use your brain and discriminate what is newsworthy based on what you see. And if everything you're reading is so minute and so unimportant and just annoying, don't read it. But also if it means a whole lot to you, because it's, it's, we can discriminate what's, what's important news yeah. for us. If it means if a whole lot to you, it might not understand mean shit it might to not, anybody else. Exactly. Des- right. Decide whether or not this is important just to you. Yeah. Just to your four neighbors. Just to the guy that works at your local CVS just or your everybody wife. else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's yep. just, it's not all toenails. Uh, you know, sometimes it's, you know. That's, yeah, it's, toenail, that's toenails do not equal impeachment inquiry. Exactly. Those are two different things. And right. I'd say, I'd, and I'd say uh, protesting a CVS is closer to toenails than impeachment. I, I would agree. On the spectrum. I would On agree. On the spectrum. All right. That's the show. That's the show. We'll talk to you next week. Good night and good luck. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Ape Cast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>